Hey guys, this is Mac Barch, aka Space Prodigy, and you're listening to Synth Stories on Ask Audio. Space Prodigy is Mac Barch, a young, talented 16 year old musician and analog synthesizer enthusiast who has become well known on social media for creating excellent synth performance videos using her Eurorack modules and more mainstream synths like the Moog Mother 32. In this episode, Mac deconstructs her synth workflows and composition techniques for the powerful and playful track Antimony from her first EP release, Launch, available now on Beatport, iTunes and Spotify. Mac focuses on the Moog Mother 32 and Dave Smith Instruments Prophet 6. Space Prodigy is on the verge of big things. Her EP, Launch, as its name suggests, is just the beginning. But what a promising and inspiring beginning it is. Okay, um, so I've always, for some reason, seemed to be um, attracted to synthesizers, like from like groups such as Sticks. Ever since I was really young, when I really wanted to like make electronic music from synthesizers was after I first heard Dead Mouse on the radio, and I found out that he uses analog synthesizers, and it just impacted me so much. So just the sound of the real machines and everything about them just attracted me so much. So I, for my 14th birthday, I got my first synthesizer, which was a Moog Sub 37. And ever since then, my studio has grown and it's, I just, my collection is going to continue to grow and it's just so exciting. In fifth grade, I started playing the violin, and that really got me even more into music before the synthesizers. So I was when I caught on to synthesizers, I was already exposed to music. I was classically trained, so um, I play by ear, so that helps me compose as well. And then I um, started playing the piano as well a few years after that. So I definitely want to record the violin and piano sometime in some songs, but what I find really cool is so I've got an electric violin and I can route that into my my Eurorack synthesizer and I can change like the modules that I plug into can make it sound completely different. And also I've got some Mogerfogers and a few guitar pedals and it's crazy what it does because I have the expression of the bow and just everything about it, like the resonance of the strings. It's just different from a guitar and it's just amazing what happens when I put that through the Eurorack. I haven't used the violin in any of my songs for this EP, but I've used a lot of modular kind of like background alongside with the atmospheric field recordings and stuff, so... When I first got my um, first synth, I spent most of my time experimenting. I wasn't creating any music at the time, just learning synthesis, the basics, so I knew enough that I can take my information and translate it to any synthesizer I walk up to. Yeah, I just kept experimenting every day until I got to the point when I could actually come up with musical ideas with them. And so that's where I took my musical, um, I guess, expertise into play and started composing. But really how I started getting motivated was like building myself as an artist. I would go to events such as GearFest at Sweetwater and MoogFest and I would just like make real life connections. And that's where I've gotten today is just making tons and tons of connections and just meeting people and companies. That's where I met Moog actually was at GearFest. And ever since then, I've had a really close connection with them and some other um, companies and stuff. And 
I also started, once I started, like, um, getting more used to synthesizers and experimentation with them, that's when I started making um, my Instagram videos. And so, yeah, I've gotten lots of people that, you know, kind of, like, challenged, you know, they'll message me and say, hey, are you really 16? Because you have a knowledge knowledge about these synthesizers. And then, you know, people ask me, like, did a parent teach you or something like that? And that's why I keep doing tons and tons of videos, because it just boosts my credibility. And I think that's really important as an artist, is to just keep doing that. I don't see why there should be an age um, discrimination, because it's just, for me, synthesis is really universal. A lot of my inspirations, they started really young, too. And that actually, that helps them in their careers a lot, because they spent a lot of time, like I did, just spending their first years experimenting, and that just helped. But... Yeah, I don't see um, why more young people can't be doing it. Because there's, um, there's singers that are 16, and they're credible. So, obviously, my biggest inspiration is Dead Mouse Joel Zimmerman. But I'm also influenced by Daft Punk, Nine Inch Nails. I like their edginess. Also, I like Depeche Mode. <laughs> I really like kind of like the old 80s bands and kind of synthwave-ish stuff. That's really cool. That inspires me a lot. Kind of the Stranger Things that... That inspires me when it's full of synths. Anything that has tons and tons of synths that are used in like a really creative way, I love that kind of stuff. I first got the um, Moog Mother 32 about as soon as it came out. I actually had it pre-ordered because I knew it was going to be awesome, and it definitely is. And just the sound that comes out of it is unlike any Moog, and it's very interesting. And What's funny is it's so, it's like small, but the sound is huge. It's incredible, the sound. It has a kind of like 80s Stranger Things kind of tone to it. And this thing, it's a beast. And that led to me, um, this year I got three more mothers because I like to um, use multiple mothers sometimes in songs. Like Antimony, there's lots of Mother 32 involved in that track. Because I'm going to be doing a hybrid performance when I start doing shows so I can send some MIDI lines to them while I have the other stems playing because my live setup involves stems, so it's not like a traditional DJ set. I have seven stems going of the track, and so that way I can manipulate each stem. And so if I want to have a synth playing, I can send MIDI to that particular synth, so like Mother 32s are perfect for that because there the sound that comes out of it is just so inspirational and I've also created kind of my signature sound off of it my own preset that I made a few months ago and it's so inspirational I just love it so much that I use it to write out MIDI ideas like any kind of hook idea melody I always use that sound because it just allows me to get the idea out and so those will appear sometimes in most of my tracks. So like antimony, that's that um, melody sound, that's the sound, is that pluck sound. Yeah, they're just amazing all around synths. They've got an incredible bass, some of the best Moog bass I've ever heard. And they also have got really pretty like shimmery kind of highs as well. And it's not like overbearing, it's just this beautiful high sound. And so I demonstrate that in Antimony a lot. So the bass was made, one of the bass lines was made from a Mother 32. And then obviously the melody is another Mother 32. And then the high hook part, that's, that, that's what the high 
sound of a mother 32 sounds like so yeah it's a perfect all-around synth and just adding on the extra um like the reverb and the delay it just that makes my sound and okay so this is the main lead sound of antimony um it's the mother pluck that i was talking about um that's the filter super cool audio and it is incredibly lush as soon as I um, uh, send the sound it's just so cool and then another thing I like to do is um, add a plugin called Echo Boy by Sound Toys and um, it's actually more than a delay plugin but in a lot of my tracks um, I like to use the ping pong delay and what I'll do is I'll make a copy of the dry signal and I'll put the um, on the wet signal and I'll blend those two together like parallel processing and it really makes a really cool sound together. to do um with synths in general when I produce is there's a thing I call multing which is where I'll have one midi line and I'll send that same midi line to different synthesizers so I can send like say the mother 32 and I can send it to my Moog model D and I can mix the two signals together to make one solid like synth sound I do that a lot to create like I guess um fatter kind of sounds more rich sounds and also I can do the same kind of principle where I'll send it also to this, a different synth but an octave up or down and that creates another cool thing. I did that a lot and I did that a lot in my album. I also create all my parts off of each other and so basically like how I start producing is I basically experiment a lot and with of course the Mother 32 sound and I will build the, um, the melody or hook and I will just loop 16 bars and I'll put a kick drum to it. And then I will start layering the bass because once I get the melody, it's so easy just to come up with everything. So like in my really first stages, then I'll send a um, the bass MIDI that I just made to another Mother 32 to do the bass just as a template, as a placeholder synth before I send it to like other synths. And then I'll work out kind of my um, high hook line. And then, yeah, I'll make some pads with the Prophet and once that's all together, that's when I basically have like foundations of a really cool track. And then it's just arrangement after that and just, yeah, coming up with really cool sounds. So, yeah, I just make the MIDI first as like 16 bars and then 
that's when I start experimenting. So I kind of branch off right there. Just to me, nothing can beat the sound of analog. And I, I've i tried, like, using... Sometimes in hotel rooms, like, I'll have to use, like, a um, software synth, but it's never the same. They just, to me, um, like, I feel that software synth, they sound kind of cold, but analog is just so warm, and sometimes they get, like... <laughs> They just feel so, like, alive sometimes. Like, they get temperamental. Like, right now it's so, it's really hot right now in Texas, so they get, like, kind of out of tune, like, if you keep them on too long and you have to let them warm up. But that's just the fun part about analog is you never know what you're going to get. I just finished um, making a song yesterday, and as I was recording the last bits, I was um, making a pad sound for the intro, and I realized that it was completely, like, out of tune off the track and it turns out all the other synths that I made were slightly like um flat but not like flat that you would like you know you know that's flat it was just like you know like a natural kind of thing but it's kind of interesting so I had to tune that synth to the synths but that kind of stuff happens too and also when I begin producing whatever sound like I start I basically base all the tuning off that so if it's off a little bit it's gonna be off a little bit <laughs> the whole time so for the Prophet 6, um, I used it f in Antimony as the melodic slash background pad sound, and it's actually a really prominent part of this track. It's probably my one of my favorite parts of this track. I love it so much. It's incredibly lush. It's incredibly has that 80s synthwave vibe, and it definitely brings a lot of contrast, and it sounds incredible with the Moog synths. Any kind of... That's why I love the Prophet 6, is because it just... It complements the Moog synths just so well, and I love it. It's such a good... Um, tool to have. And actually with this particular sound, I um, was going for kind of it having a staccato attack at first, yet it has a um, long release sustain. And one of my favorite parts about kind of any sequential circuits really has this, is that when you pull up that, when you push up that sustain, it like, starts doing this really cool feedback kind of sensation kind of slash reverbish sound and it's incredible I love it so much no other synth on the planet I swear it does this it is so cool what it does so um here's the prophet um and here's the Curtis filter it's extremely lush it's amazing what that does. Um, so basically on this sound, I've got slop on, which it mimics the impurities of tuning stability that the Prophet 5 had. And so it really adds to the kind of authentic 80s sound. And um, I just adjusted a teeny bit because if I go overboard, it gets a little crazy. <laughs> um, but just enough so it's musical in a sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like when you go crazy with it. Um, I've also got a coursing effect because the chorus, that's without, it's crazy what chorus does because it not only adds width, it also adds that kind of, um, mysterious 80s kind of ethereal vibe, and I really like that. And so you'll find that a lot of my pads in all my songs, especially Prophet 6 pads, I always have coursing on it. 
always because it adds such a really cool 3D sound and that can add a lot of space to the mix and that's something that I've been working on achieving for a long time and so definitely coursing is a secret weapon. <laughs> um, so now I'm using an LFO to modulate the pitches of the two oscillators and um, I'm using a triangle wave for a nice vibrato effect and in um, actually an antimony I just used a very subtle amount because I just wanted a very gentle um, effect that was really pleasant and part of the sound that you can't really tell it's there but right now I have it where you can <laughs> you get seasick from listening to it. I write all my MIDI in Ableton. I produce in Ableton, and um, I also perform um, live with Ableton as well. Yeah, I mix in Studio One, but most of my production and most of my work takes place in Ableton, so I'm, like, incredibly fluent with Ableton. Like, I know the DAW, like, crazy, and I'm just, like... I remember when I first started, I was, like, I couldn't, like... It was really complex at first, but now I'm just so fast. Like, I don't think about anything. I'm just, like... <laughs> going and it's good because I can write MIDI really fast and stuff like I'll be sitting like I said like in a hotel room or like anywhere and I can write a um MIDI line and actually what was funny was um last week or actually two weeks ago I was at school <laughs> I brought my laptop just in case like to write some MIDI and I I was taking a math test and all of a sudden like um this idea for a song, like, this idea for, like, a, um, I guess, like, I don't know if it was chords, but something came in my mind also. I was like, oh, God, I gotta get that down. So as soon as I, like, finished that math test, I got the computer out and wrote it down, and it's, like, a really, really cool melody line. So that stuff happens, too. And what's funny is 90% of my time, like, I have to, like, you know, sit at the computer and write it out before, like, I start, you know, hearing stuff and... But every once in a while, I'll be like in the shower and during a math test and all of a sudden there comes that melody idea. <laughs> Thank you to Mac, also known as Space Prodigy, for deconstructing her awesome track, Antimony, from her new EP launch. You can find it on Beatport, Spotify and iTunes. It's available now. And if you're interested in improving your own music production techniques, whether that be from synthesizers to software like Logic, Ableton, Cubase, Pro Tools, or recording techniques, and much, much more like mixing and mastering, head over to the Ask Audio Academy, where you can learn everything under the sun for audio and music production. Thank you for listening.